Welcome everybody to SurviveAndProtectOnline.com. This is the website where you can take online video courses and you can also learn personal protection, urban survival, and everything in between. Starting in January 2021, Survive and Protect will begin its Survive and Protect Academy. To become a student of the Survive and Protect Academy, all you need to do is go to SurviveAndProtectOnline.com, click on the Attend S&P Academy button, and scroll down the page till you see a set of instructions that will show you how to become a student of the Survive and Protect Academy. In the Survive and Protect Academy, you will get exclusive content that will not be on any of Survive and Protect's social media platforms. So be sure to join us today by going to SurviveAndProtectOnline.com and come down to the bottom of the page, enter your email address, and click the subscribe button. So before we go, always remember to be aware, wash the hands, and have a plan. We'll see you soon. You're rocking with the best. Thoughts of the week. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Thoughts of the Week. And we have another Q&A session in regards to personal protection, self-defense. And in this episode, I'm going to answer the question, what are the most important things to know when getting involved in a fistfight? So y'all guys sit back, relax, let me know what you think about my response to this question. All right. So let's check it out. So what are the most important things to know when getting involved in a fistfight? All right, I'm going to give you three things and maybe one day on a video I'll be, I'll visually explain it or in a course I might explain it later on. But look at these three things. No matter if it's your first fistfight or your 30th fist fight. It doesn't have to be fist fight, just fight, period. Consider these, keep these three things in mind. Keep um, controlling the distance. All right. This means that's self explanatory. Learning how to control the distance between you and the person you're fighting. Always keep this in mind. Um, reaction is faster. No, action, excuse me. Action is faster than reaction. And be destruction-minded. Don't just be doing something to cause some pain. And then what I would say would be the fourth one, but we won't even get into the fourth one. But I would say this as I was going to say something else for my fourth, but I'm going to make something else the fourth one. All right. Um, again, let me go with the three. Control the distance. Remember that action is going to be faster than reaction. So if I start striking you first, you're going to have to react to that. All right. And then the third one is be more destruction minded, which means you might have to have the mindset of 
when you strike a person, you really want to do some damage to the areas that you strike and not just it be a thing where it causes a lot of pain because people have different pain tolerances. Some people can take more pain when you strike them in their shoulder and other people can't take a shoulder strike one time. Some people can take strikes to their leg more than others. Some people can take strikes to their stomach or chest. You hit them in the chest, there's nothing to them. But other people, you hit them in the chest and they fold over. So you can't depend on pain when you're in a fight. It can, it can depend. You can depend on it to a certain degree. But even the people who can't take certain pains, they can recover from a pain. You just don't know how long it takes for a person, to, and especially when you're involved in a fight, how long it takes for them to recover from pain. So you can't depend on pain. You can use pain to your advantage, but don't depend on pain to stop somebody. Because people can be in pain. They can have broke wrists. And if they still got another hand to hit you with, they're going to do it. So you might have to break both of them. Where it's going to be useless for them to be able Then they all they can do is slap and they might be able to swing their arms. So you got to do things that will be more debilitating to a person. And only when it's necessary. I don't say that over stupid stuff. Somebody pulled in front of you um, in a parking space. Or um, somebody just got smart and loud and talking crazy. So you decide you're just going to um, snap their neck. So this is all with uh, some common sense involved. But And also part of that is you want to try to do things to even avoid getting into the fight. You know the person wants to. You might have to do some things to try to keep that from happening, de-escalating. You might have to tell them, hey, dude, I apologize. You know, it's not all it's not all that serious. But if the person just insists and wants to and does things to let you know that they're not going to leave until they feel they got to do something to you, then you got to get into that other mode. And so when you know you're going to get ready to get into something, you got to keep those those three things in mind. Controlling, be able to control distance between you and the person. Now, I'm not going to give you ways to do it, but you're going to have to come up and even if you got to do it beforehand in case you get into something, you might need to think through these things on how you would do it. But you got to learn how to control the distance because um, even if you're close up to somebody, you got to learn how to deal with that distance of being up close. You got to learn how to control that. All right. If a person is far from you, you got to learn how to control that. You got to learn how to control maybe keeping them that way. Or you might find that you, it's better off that you're closer to the person to do something or not do something. Um, again, like I said, action uh, is better than reaction. So even in keeping that in mind, I say that to also say sometimes you might be the person that's reacting to the other person. And so you got to learn how to learn ways to get back to where you can turn turn it around to where they're reacting to you and not you reacting to them. So that works both ways. You might end up being the first one that reacts to what they're doing to you. And you got to quickly know how to get back out of that position to where now they're reacting to you. You'll be in a better position and better predicament if they're reacting to what you're doing. And of course, you got to have a destruction mindset because 
again, like I spoke and answered in other questions, or maybe one or two other um, questions, is that you got to end things as quick as possible. And um, one reason is because you can get tired out if you're not that good at getting in shape, which is which being not in shape doesn't mean you um, you will lose a fight. It doesn't mean they'll win a fight because you can be out of shape and have very good fighting skills. All right. But you don't want it to keep lasting so long to where things could start to turn. It can even go to the point where just both of you are, both of you are tired and you can be seriously messed up just for you being out of breath. The other part is, is that the other person might have a little bit more endurance levels than you and they might last a little bit longer. They might not get tired as, as quick. They might get tired eventually, but maybe not as quick as you do. So that's another reason why you got to hurry this thing up and learn how to finish fights quickly. Another um, reason could be is that you might have to deal with more than one person. So you got to know how to take people out quick so you can still have enough energy to deal with these other people that might be trying to attack. You might be a two-on-one person, a two-on-one situation, three-on-one. So you got to know how to take these people out very quickly, know where to strike. That's going to give you results that stops people quick so you can deal with the next two or next one or next two or whatever. So that's the things I would consider you look at as the most important things to know when getting in. Now, your question says, what are the most important things to know when getting to a fist fight? Forget fist fight, just fight period. So those three are the, are the things I say are very important. There's a whole lot of other things, but I think those three will get you by in, in most situations. So again, just to repeat, learning how to control distances. And that doesn't mean you just keep people at certain distances. Sometimes you only have to, you can only deal with what you're being given. So it might be an up close situation. You might fight, be fighting close quarters. You might be fighting in an area that's real small. You might be fighting in a hallway where you can't swing and, and, and wear your arms all the way out. So now you got to deal with the area that you're in. So you got to learn how to control that situation. All right. So that's one. The second thing is understanding the action versus reaction dynamic. I won't go into details. I've explained it enough. And the third one is being having a destruction mindset. All right. Knowing and learning how to destroy parts of the body or wherever you hit. All right. And so those would I consider the important things when it comes to being involved in real street, real life situations. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you checking out the show. And um, just let us know what you think, man. As always, you can send a message in by email to thoughts of the week podcast at gmail.com. If you guys are actually checking out this podcast episode on YouTube or Facebook, um, just leave a message below. All right. And let us know what you think about my response to this question. And as always, be aware, watch the hands, and have a plan. All right? I'm out. Peace.